0: The first part of the, like, Constitution.
1: I love the content. Hey, it's the first 52 Raz with you. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m.,
2: RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. He'll be back. time for a TF-52 flashback. 71 years later, in a little newspaper in Inglewood, Florida, and I, I don't think I saw this on the Drudge Report. I don't recall seeing this on the Drudge Report. Send it to him. I'm thinking about it. It's it's written here Do by it. a Sun correspondent. So, to think that that this guy, there was a newspaper in Hawaii a week before the attack saying they, were gonna, they may ta- attack this weekend.
3: Come on. Would they, it, listen... If any of anything is true, that was their nine eleven.
2: Oh, at, oh, by far, that's yeah. That be, uh, it that takes
3: one. that amount of time to come out. The JFK stuff's coming out now more and more. Mm-hmm. Heard about the three shooters and the other people witnessing and all the people that got murdered. And it's there's a time limit on these things. It's moving quicker because of the internet, but when um, people are getting busted a lot easier.
2: Well, how many people have we seen murdered over nine eleven? You know, we got Barry. Everyone, uh, come on. Barry Jennings was one of the
3: first ones. How about the the people that collected people out of there?
4: All
0: right, so let's take this on face value. Okay. okay? There are
4: two times within the last hundred years that the United States has been attacked from outside forces, and the United States government has failed to protect us 100% of the time.
3: Because Correct. they wanted it to happen, so they can use it as a pretext to get into anything they needed to. Frank, it was this was agreed on by generals on a on a on a on a on a level that we don't deal on. All right, a,
4: if that
0: is if that is true that's that that brings us into a whole nother level but on the basis everyone can believe even the people that don't believe in the shit that we believe in everyone can understand that the two times that this country's been attacked by foreign
4: people i
5: slipped and i stumbled and i fell on the truth i stood wide awake and i rallied the youth the darkness has said got a master the views. now the Bright through the white and the blue. I slipped and I stumbled and I fell on the truth. I stood wide awake and I rallied the youth. The darkness has set, got a mash of the fuse. Now the light will shine bright through the white and the blue. It's getting dark in here. They came in the night. They came for my brother, but they left with the fight. They came for my mother and they tasted my knife. Then they came for my daughter. So I ended the life. This time we're going for broke. We've run out of hope. Chokes like a rope Now I gotta put the script And cut at the throat So let it be written The people have spoken They shot the skull in the face When you were gun, right? like I-, I slipped and I stumbled and I
4: fell
5: The truth. I stood wide awake and I rallied the youth. The darkness is set, got a match to the fuse. Now the light will shine bright through the white and the blue. I slipped and I stumbled and I fell on the truth. Wide awake and I rallied the youth. The darkness has set got a mash of the fuse. Now the light will shine bright through the white and the blue. Fighting fire with fire, torch and false treasures. Fire burns white when we turn up the pressure. Under street lights, we enter the center. We stand as free men to address the oppressors. <tries> I stumbled and I fell on the truth. I slipped and I stumbled and I fell on the truth. I slipped and I stumbled and I fell on the truth. Κατσιά και παλικάρια. Καραλέα και μετόλμη, νικούμε τα ντομάρια. Πυρ και μανία, στον δρόμο εξουσία. Ενωμένα τα παιδιά γράφουν ιστορία. Τη γενιά περηφάνεια, τα μάτια στα ουράνια. Μέρισε δυνατέ, τολισμένη με στεφάνεια. Μπο γαμώτο θα μου πει πώ μπορώ να ζήσω. Με κεριά και φωτιέ πάρω πίσω. Μπο γαμώτο θα μου πει πώ μπορώ να ζήσω. Με και φωτιέ θα τα πάρω πίσω. life was
6: People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life and be more dog.
7: sisters take a look around we are killing the future future.
8: offering is the truth, nothing more.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the truth.
2: That's what we're going to bring you tonight. The truth, nothing but the truth, and only the truth. I'm looking forward to tonight's show. This is the first 52 Raz Radio Live.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, and of course, you can find me on The D. DisruptionNetworks.com. Our new affiliate, I'm very happy to have them. We, we chatted them up last week, and, and uh, I want to thank EC Radio for such a great introduction on their end. You know, they, they, they're they doing the game right. They're sharing around, and I really appreciate what they're doing. Like I said, tonight's going to be an exciting evening. Uh, you might have heard the replay today, uh, maybe two, three weeks ago. He, he was on the Bubble of Love Fun show. Mark Shaw, MarkShawBooks.com. He'll be joining us tonight to discuss his book, The Reporter Who Knew Too Much. What could that reporter have known that could have got her killed? (laughs) We'll find out. Of course, it's going to go down the conspiracy realm, which is the realm we like to run down. And we will run right down it, my friends. It is the 14th of February, though. That is Valentine's Day, so if you practice Hallmark Holidays... I'm sure you went out today and spent a lot of money on stuff you really didn't need to spend it on. My wife knows I love her. She knows I'd do anything for her. And here I am sitting on a radio show on Valentine's Day. (laughs) I love you, honey. Thank you very much for supporting me as you always have supported me. You are a great woman. Uh, Before Mark joins us in the second hour, the 7 o'clock hour, I've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get into and discuss a little bit. Uh, I'll take phone calls up until... You guys know I don't take phone calls during guests. So if you want to call in uh, at the first hour, 941-421-0401. Yeah, throw me your ideas, throw me your thoughts, throw me your conclusions. Whatever the hell you want to throw me. I really don't care. Just don't make it personal attacks. Because, in case you didn't notice, on Matt Major's show this past week, I didn't involve myself in personal attacks. And I just kind of sat back and let one individual who... Shall not be named because you know, he's really not on radio anymore. So why should I recognize him for, oh, God, destroying me so bad? No, I don't get into personal attacks. So I'm not going to have that battle with you. I don't do radio wars. So you can yell and scream all you want, my friend. It doesn't matter to me. I will continue to be on that major show doing the Conspiracy Corner segment that I've done for years with Burke and now with him. And I enjoy my segment. I like doing what I do. You may not tune the channel, my friend, because you don't mean anything to me at this point. Like I said, we will get into a lot of different topics, subjects, ideas. Uh, I, it's going to be one of those evenings where I'm going to be all over the place, uh, bouncing back and forth, up until we get to mark here in the in the second hour, where the second hour is going to be very focused on on false flags, on on assassinations, on on how the U.S. government may control things. They're in their own little way, or maybe it's not even the U.S. government. Maybe it's entities within. We'll get into all that. I look forward to this interview. He did a great interview with Bubba. Uh, I think he's got a great inside insight to uh, insight insight to what what happened back in the day. Uh, and we're going to learn about him. Those of you who don't know me very well and haven't heard an interview I do, although I have a topic I want to discuss with this guest. This is the first time I'm going to have him on. So. The first, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes is is going to be us getting to know each other. I mean, don't you want to know your guest? Don't you want to understand what the person's about? Maybe we're complete opposites, but we have this one common thing. So we're going to learn about him, learn about what makes Mark Shaw twi- uh, twick, <laughs> tick, and, uh, and, and what he can bring to us. One of the articles that have grabbed my attention this week, there's a bunch, obviously. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to fire four toad up here because... You know, climate change is, is what it is. It's climate changing, which it does over thousands of years. You know, when we focus on a you know, 180 year period of time and think we know everything about climate in that 180 year period of time, well, then, you know, we couldn't be wrong. in 11 billion years of, of history of something that 180 years means something. So we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, some Fukushima news. Um a bunch of you know we got another uh, pennant cop quote that I want to get into and again if you haven't noticed I am starting the show a little earlier you now if you're just tuning in now which is when I would usually be just about cracking the mic you want to tune in sooner with all the new affiliates and everything going on and and what I'm trying to do with my show and other shows here on Raz Radio now well, we got to make content key and content is getting to you quicker so start tuning in earlier people like buzzy who think they know when I start my show?
9: <laughs>
2: you don't know much anymore, do you, my friend? Well, you didn't really know anything beforehand, but that's a whole other story in itself. Again, nine four one four two one zero four zero one. Up until 7 o'clock, I'll take calls. Uh, I will not take calls with my guest. I don't do that. Fukushima cleaning robot pulled from reactor after camera gets damaged by massive radiation levels inside tsunami disaster site. Wait a second. It's 2017, right? This is 2017. So we wouldn't think, uh, you know, we'd have any issues with something that happened in 2011. Oh, but wait, people like like Popeye and Radchick, his girlfriend, have been talking about Fukushima and how it's it's still poisoning us. But that doesn't mean anything. Popeye posted a, a, a great uh, story about how they're worried about this uh, this high speed travel because as you get higher in the uh, the ionosphere to travel quicker, to get your de- de- uh, destination quicker, or even traveling, you know, they're, they're talking about commercial space flights. Well, as you go through there, the radiation is so dangerous to humans that they're not sure if they can allow commercial space flights. But don't worry about Fukushima, which is still leaking uh, six years later. Almost exactly six years later, March, had happened. In. The robot was the first to enter the chamber inside number two reactor since the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear plant was badly damaged in March 2001. A cleaning robot at Fukushima's nuclear power plant has had to be pulled out before completing its mission after its camera experienced glitches. It's believed the high-tech device was affected by high radiation as it examined the inside of the number 2 reactor, one of the three that had suffered a meltdown in the combined 2011 Japanese earthquake and tsunami. Tokyo Electric Power Company Holdings said it sent a robot with a high-pressure water nozzle into the prime contamination vessel, which houses the pressure vessel, which had to be had to bring it back out today after the robot's camera went dark. Wait, does that make sense? Sent set said it sent a robot with a high-pressure water nozzle into the prime contamination vessel, which houses the pressure vessel, but had to bring. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't hit the, uh, the, uh, what are those things called? The commas properly when I was reading. And that's part of the enjoyment of this show. During its mission, the robot was set to remove deposits as thick as two centimeters, believed to be melted remains of paint and cable coating from along a seven meter long rail leading to an area beneath the pressure vessel, which holds the core. Even though the camera was designed to withstand 1,000 Servitz of a commu- uh, Cumulative Exposure, T. PECO, said it believes it was affected by the high radiation. There's people standing around this, all right? There's people living very close to this. This is dumping into the Pacific Ocean, which follows that current right over to America. The winds, the trade winds. Come off Tokyo, blow right across the Pacific into, you guessed it, America. Now, this may explain why people in California are so fucking stupid. You know, the, the radiation's getting to them, maybe, and that's what's happening. I don't really know, but you know, maybe possibly. The plants manager told Japan Times it estimated that the radiation in the primary containment vessel was as high as 530 sieverts per hour during a small probe late last month. But other supposed experts have claimed it is much higher. The radiation reading during, the thurs- during Thursday's operation was 650 servants. I-, I-, I believe I'm saying that correct, too. I- I'm not sure. Who knows? Uh, TPECO is the-, the Tokyo Electric Power Company. Okay, uh, Scientists announced last month, and of course the power company is going to say it's as low as possible. They don't want to you know, really let out what. What it is? scientists announced last month that they may have finally found a missing uranium fuel rod lost in the radioactive mess oh no we just lost one of those rods sorry about that you know, me maybe, maybe uh uh what's this the scientist in the back to the future maybe he needed it so you know they just lent it over to him we lost a uranium lot fuel rod no worries don't worry about that yeah you know, maybe we send it to iran now i don't even get into that because i don't really buy that whole story but anyway how do, with, with, with the, the way things are nowadays, you would think uh, you couldn't just lose a uranium a re, uranium fuel rod. I don't know. Images shot beneath the wreckage of one of the three reactors revealed black lumps covering a grate under the reactor's pressure vessel. The lumps have been established as not having been there before. What became the world's worst nuclear disaster since Chernobyl in 1986. It's believed they they may show the melted uranium fuel rod that have eluded discovery under the damaged number two reactor for years and at this stage are being described as a big step forward. (laughs) All the positivity behind a nuclear meltdown that is dumping radioactivity into our oceans, that's no big deal. Previous attempts, locate, uh, previous attempts locate them using previous attempts to locate them. See, I love these editors. Editors are great because they don't do their job and they get paid for it. Previous attempts to locate them using robots failed due to the strength of the radiation making them useless. Costs related to clear, cleaning, cl- clearing up the fallout at Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant have doubled to 215 trillion dollars so the u.s debt is what it's going to cost to to clean up fukushima keep that in mind we've already spent that money on god knows what stupid things i guess the main point of this is fukushima is not over it's still poisoning the people of japan and the people of the world i'm gonna have popeye on or i really like to talk with his girl uh radiation chick Rad chick she goes by, uh, because she's been really paying attention and studying this and, and evaluating what's going on with this. So I'd really like to, to, to talk to somebody who's who's been deeper involved and, and following it. You know, 2011. Can you believe that that is when this happened? 2000 It's now 2017. We're still talking about Fukushima. I hate saying that works. I never get it right. We're still talking about Fukushima in 2017. It melted down in 2011. Well, I guess we're still talking about it, but mainstream media, they're really not talking about that. They don't want They don't want you to know about that. They don't want you to think about that. But that's a whole other story in itself. That's a whole other game that we can uh, look into down the road, maybe. Maybe we can figure that out one day when when news decides to to be news and inform us to protect the public like it was intended to be or to do but then again when was the last time you no know, people like Ben Swan just you know they get shut up people like uh um Kellegrin, I think it's Kellagren Dorothy Kellegrin, uh the lady that we're going to talk about tonight with Mark Shaw I'm I'm looking right for it right 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 for right for it here to make sure I got her name right Dorothy Kill again. She gets killed. People who know too much get killed. So I'm looking forward to talking to Mark tonight. I think this is going to be a great interview. We're going to get really deep into things and find out what exactly may be going on in the world and how we can, how we can try to point it out to people. Fukushima is a great one. So that's Fukushima. That's, that's just things we're going to have to, continue to deal with, continue to worry about. You know, I I don't want to get into a bunch of Trump crap tonight, honestly. I don't want to discuss his his ban on Muslims or his ban on these countries or the rulings going on or the the guy that was allegedly dealing with Russia that now can't be his whatever he was. I don't remember what he was. I'm not going to get into that kind of stuff. But something that grabbed my attention, something I couldn't believe I saw, it's kind of like when Obama got the Nobel Peace Prize and then went and, you know, droned two American civilians because, you know, he felt they had to die. Oh, and one was 16. Oh, and they just killed that the guy's daughter in the last raid. She was, I think, 12 or 13 or 14, somewhere around there. But that's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. That, that doesn't mean anything. So wait, we're banning these, these countries, these seven terrorist countries, which, you know, in all honesty... Very few attacks have come from any of these countries. There's even zero attacks directly on American soil from some of these countries. But the CIA director gives a medal to a top Saudi royal. Yes, yes, yes. Fourteen of the nineteen hijackers on nine eleven were from Saudi Arabia. A large part, a large uh, a group of the people that have been involved in terrorist attacks over the past fifteen years have been, been from. Saudi Arabia. So let's make sure we give them a medal for producing us these wonderful people. And let's keep in mind, Saudi Arabia is not on the ban list. Their heir to Saudi Arabia's throne has been awarded a medal by the new director of the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency, who honored his counterterrorism work. (laughs) Well, that's because probably most of the people he caught worked for the CIA and they were supposed to get caught. Mike Pompeo, Pompeo, Pompeo. Pompous ass, uh, on his first overseas tour since being confirmed as spy agency's chief in late January, made the presentation to Crown Prince Mohammed bin Nayef at a weekend. I know I'm not going to get the names right, so just deal with it. At a weekend ceremony, the official Saudi press agency said, SPA, kind of like uh, what, what do we got? Uh, the APP, AP, Associated, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's it, Associated Press. Saudi press? Yeah. Mm. Nothing there. No, nothing happening. Don't worry about it. Operation Mockingbird. Not happening. <laughs> Sorry. Prince Mohammed, 57, had been Interior Minister since 2012 and has years of experience in his intelligence work. Widely respected in the West for his efforts to combat, combat violent extremism, he oversaw a crackdown on Al Qaeda. You know, that CIA organization that we funded in the 80s? Trained, made sure they were beating the Russians. Yeah, that that group, which killed security officers and foreigners in the the kingdom between 2003 and 2007. In 2009, Prince Mohammed survived with only light injuries and assassination attempt by Al Qaeda. Al Okay, Pompeo, Pompeo, Pompeo's awarded him the George Tenet Medal in recognition. Of his excellent intelligence performance in the domain of counterterrorism and his unbound con- contribution to real, really, realize, release, realize world security and peace. Realize, yeah, realize, sorry. I'm having an issue with reading right now. Maybe I'm having, like, you know, one of those uh, uh, mini strokes. It's, it's like, it's just didn't want to come out. I'm a little wiry, too, if you can't tell. Those of you who listen to me normally can tell when I'm kind of a little wiry and high-strung. Usually, when I have a big guest and I'm excited about, I get a little wiry. A little... Maybe I should drink a little couple beers. Dave, toed, how about if I drink a couple beers? you think that might calm me down, get me ready for the interview? (laughs) Maybe a shot of vodka? George Tennant was the CIA's longest-serving director from 1996 to 2004. Pompeo and Prince Mohammed also held talks on security issues, S.P.A. said. I'm glad we're getting the news from the Saudi press agency. The prince told S.P.A. that no attempt will succeed in driving a wedge between the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and the U.S. (laughs) Don't mind that investigation into the lawsuit and the possible lawsuits against your country (laughs) for your involvement in 9-11. Oh, wait, you weren't involved. Just your citizens were involved in 9-11. That doesn't mean anything. Don't worry about 9-11. Just forget about 9-11. We don't need to find the truth out about 9-11. We don't need to know why Pakistan sent money to your people to make sure 9-11 happened. We don't need to know maybe Israel's involvement because they were recording it and they were sent here specifically to record the event on that day. Don't worry about that. That doesn't mean a thing. Don't mean nothing, man. Not a thing. So I'm not going to continue reading this, this, this Yahoo bullshit. We're giving awards to people who come from countries whose citizens are some of the largest terrorists in the world. This, let's give them medals. Let's treat them well. Let's make them feel welcome. Because, you know, isn't that what we should all want? Is them to be welcome? them to be here in our world with us (laughs) we create them for reasons we need them to be here we need the divide we need the ugliness because we can't live the way you know many many people think we should live
10: the lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like you can be tall or short or fat, or thin, or ugly, or handsome, like your father, (laughs) uh, you can be black, or yellow, or white, it doesn't matter. What does matter is the size of your heart, and the strength of your character.
2: I'm Sean Raz, and I screw words up. Stay tuned,
10: the first 52 will be right back.
11: Depressed, where do you want to go? Zimbalta is a prescription medication. Tell your doctor right away if you're depressed. First steps in a new direction. The Lord's forgiven you of everything in your life you don't want there, and
10: you should order your copy of America on DVD. Have your
12: credit card ready. On a mosque in the worst possible place.
6: The controversy? It's only two blocks from ground zero. This week, Sarah Palin, up to already raucous debate, went on Twitter to
13: on peaceful Muslims. Yo, sensory deception. You ain't sensing shit. Yo. Yo, it's sensory deception. You can't sense my perception. yo, it's sensory deception. You can't sense my yo. Senselessness has got me sensing less. Nonsensical sentences from the censorship. Five sensors regret, depressants, stimulants, sensory perception, deception. We on defense. inventionally intense technical events, unintellectually affecting us through television sets. Couch potato brain, but vegetated as stew. They regulated my views through entertainment and news. Infiltrated education, product placement in schools. How I'm rocking my hat, how I'm lacing my shoes. Eating the shit, the meat. Is force reading you got little girls reading to believe me believe it bro, everyone's to blame All became a part of this blinded by the greed We couldn't see the harm in artists in charge marketing offices Planting the artificial seeds and harvesting the narcissus. Yo it's sensory deception You can't up my perception Hey yo it's sensory deception You can't sense my sense my yeah. Hey yo, I touch it, I taste it, I smell it, I hear it, I see it. Love it, I hear it, don't want it, fear I need it. It's sensory deception. You can't sense my perception. Hey yo, I touch, taste, smell, hear, see, love, hate. Yo, it's mass murder by frankfurters and hamburgers. your suicidal pack. Arrival Uno dollar, and swallow that superficial world where everything's a fallacy High speed hookup disconnect us from reality All-knowing android avoid us from thinking Tim Jones pop coat poison punch drinking We are at war with your HRH Repetitive lies, hypnotize subconsciousness, rebellious rhymes, sabotage their reconnaissance, supreme dominance over the whole populace. Hollowed out my head and filled the void with empty promises. Bionic, I'm finding it ironic They're cutting down the truth to write lies on it Sexual saturation, instant gratification Consumination, missing imagination Mass communication, trapped in isolation Handful of corporations Got a grip on all the stations You know why? It's sensory deception You can't sense my perception Hey yo, it's sensory deception Senses, ah, senses, ah, And yo, I touch it, I taste it, I smell it, I hear it, I see it. Love it, I hate it, don't want it, fear I need it. It's sensory deception. You can't sense my perception. And yo, I touch, taste, smell, hear, see, love, love.
14: get my crayon out. hold on, what am I supposed to say, what am I doing here?
12: <laughs> what's your name again, Sean Raz, Four Toad and Lexi, so I meant Four Toad, sure, poor Dave, <laughs> Dave, hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz, Four Toad and Lexi, you know, that's sound like shit, what am I, give me a script here, come on, I can't <laughs> do this, you're putting me on, under pressure, Bob, don't worry about it here, and, uh, Dr. Bob, Dr. Bob, yeah, it's
15: Dr. Bob Tuscan. This is
12: Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to The First 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Foretoad.
6: Being a cat can be damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding, and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life and be more dog.
5: Turn gray, patriotic cliches like a fatal car crash. Can't seem to look away. I don't know what's before me. I've died inside, but from my reverse, I see with brand new eyes. The media lies, the government spies, free world controlled by devils in disguise television is and breaks to hypnotize that's retained by the picture msg supersize another mother cries more sons lost life political greed breeds another genocide no choices left stand up and fight divided we fall but united we survive now it's time to put the money and the bitches to the side you'll never
10: truly come up when you live a servant's life i hurt myself today See if I still feel
5: the grave, I'd rather die free than live like a slave, I'd rather speak my mind, I won't bite my tongue, if you think I've said it all, I haven't even begun, they bring it you to your knees and vaccines. Another line of credit, the American dream. Thrawn Paul revolution, 20 million screen, But it doesn't really matter to the voting machines. Now they censor this on YouTube, labeled it extreme. Bernanke and his lackeys, printed bony green. Hit us with inflation, annihilate the nation. No investigation of the Bush administration. Obama runs unchanged, Brzezinski's in his ear. The only thing to change is the puppet in the year. They open up the borders, truth is on our shoulders. Focus on the pain, this is the new world order.
10: I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing is me I hurt myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain Beyond the
1: control.
12: Here we go. Cheeseball is finest. Well, a good hydro bud is very delectable. It'll get you so high you'll feel like a vegetable, and you can bake it and eat it. Hydro is quite edible, or just smoke it in pipes made of glass. Yeah, Good Hydro Bud makes me feel so invincible, but don't smoke too much or you'll act like an imbecile. Sometimes I hang out with my kid's principal and we pack up my bone with some brass. Good Hydro Bud,
16: I smoke you up, roll up a fatty, let's have a party. I love you, Good Hydro Bud. I light you up, smoke weed and party, smoke
12: weed and party. You're not a gateway drug, you won't lead me to crack, and bad side effects you completely lack, but you give me the munchies, it's time for a snack, oh god how I love my sticky icky. I get my wife high, and then she stops pitching. We get horny and do it right there in the kitchen. I give her a shotgun, and then we switch positions. Seemed long, but it was really just a quickie. Good Hydro Bud,
16: I smoke you up. Roll up a fatty, let's have a party. I love you, good Hydro Bud, I light you up. Smoke, weed, and party. Smoke, weed, and
12: party. Then we eat ice cream and strawberry jello and stare at the toaster because we're feeling mellow. Then groove to some jazz dude playing a cello and then roll up another fat dude. Good hydro, bud, you are so fantastic and you make me feel like my body's elastic. And when I finally die and I'm dead in my casket, I'll, I'll look at you. Good Hydro Bud You're you're not just a bag of weed You're like a Like a What were we talking about? (laughs) One,
16: two, three (laughs) Good Hydro Bud I smoke you up Roll up the fatty Let's have a party I love you Good Hydro Bud I light you up Smoke weed and party! Smoke weed and party! I love you, good Hydro Bud.
4: Hey guys,
3: it's Popeye from FederalJack.com. You're listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum. That's right, welcome back. First season to RazRadioLive.com.
2: We are here. We're going to do it. We're going to have fun. I had to have a little fun with that song there. You know, I like to smoke me a little bit of Hydro Bud every once in a while. I'm sure you all do. I do have a reason for playing that, though. Going in, coming out, going in, coming out of the break. I wonder why. What could I be focusing on? What could be the story I would bring up? Other than the fact that you know the the, the the state government here in Florida is dragging their feet, but what else could be a topic of conversation that that revolves around getting high, getting messed up? <laughs> I wonder what it could be. I will tell you. Don't you worry. We'll figure it out together, all together here on the First Fifty Two, RazRadioLive.com. dot The D Radio Confluence, Radio Chaos. Did I get everybody? I think I got everybody. Did I miss somebody? Yeah, I think I got it. One, two, oh, yeah, no, got it. got it. Got it, got it, got it. All right, Got
9: everything.
2: <laughs> you know, when you get up to five shows, five stations, it's hard to remember everybody. So, I, can't, I couldn't believe I saw this article today. It just goes to show, and we see this all the time throughout history. It's really not a strange, weird thing. We find monkeys that, that find you know, rotten fruit on the ground that they use to get high off of. Well, this new article came out. This new story came out. Puff Puff Pass, how WA's, which I'm assuming is Washington or West Australia, sorry, how West Australia's dolphins are using blowfish to get high. Imagine that. Excuse me. Imagine that. Other mammals other other creatures out there in the world are trying to figure out ways to alter their mind to make their life their daily you know life enjoyable you know maybe there's a moment that maybe they're in pain maybe that maybe they're not getting high maybe they actually like have a pain and that's what they use the blowfish to take that pain away in what can only be described as a youngster doing the puff puff pass West Australian dolphins may be using blowfish or blowies to get high, scientists have found. Murdoch University researcher Krista Nicholson, who monitors dolphins occupying the Pearl-Harvey coast waters off of Mandora, said there were several, several records of them interacting with blowfish in a estuarian and coastal water uh, within blowf- with blowfish in estuaries and coastal waters around the world. She said that in Australia, scientists had seen juvenile mouth juveniles mouthing blowies, blowfish, in the, let's, the big word, hysterias, in WA southwest and sub-adult dolphin carrying an inflatable inflated blowies for a few hours in their kimberly. What the, f- is this English I'm reading? I mean, what am I reading here? Did any of that make any sense? Blowies and Kimberly's and Lascachani hysteria's, my goodness, what a confusing story. Blowies have a lethal toxin called, <laughs> I picked the story with a lot of big words, called tetrodotoxin, tetrodotoxin, <laughs> Tet- drink Dave, <laughs> tetrodotoxin presented in their skin, flesh, and internal organs. If consumed, this toxin can be deadly to predators, including humans. A BBC documentary, Dolphins, Spy in the Pond, filmed them chewing on blowy and passing the puffer fish around, she said. According to the documentary, small doses of the toxin have a uh, narcotic effect and the program considered it as a recreational drug use by dolphins. Now again, how do we not know these dolphins aren't in pain? You know, maybe there's maybe they're having a problem and maybe it's not a recreational drug use, but hey, dolphins are smart. If they want to get high, let them get high. I mean, really? Let them get high. Um Miss Nicholson said this view was disputed in the scientific community. Imagine that, the scientific community disputing something that they don't agree with, like climate change, with some saying the small amounts of uh, tetrodon toxin made the animals feel only numb, not high. Well, isn't that the same thing? I mean, if you're numb for a weird reason, isn't that kind of like being high? I mean, when you do nitrous, you don't really get high. You get numb. And you get the whoa, 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 going on. But, I mean, numb, high, same thing. I mean, it's affecting your body. It's changing the, the neurosensors in your body. She had observed dolphins in the southwest using other items such as seagrass or crabs to play with. So it was possible their treatment of the blowies was part of the same behavior. Okay. A calf called Huberster born in the DeSwellville cut in 2016. Had taken a special interest in tossing and chewing blowfish lately, Miss Nichols had observed. Now, again, maybe this goes to a, uh, they seem to say, say it was juveniles for the most part. They said adults did it too, but, but because it's juveniles, maybe it's, uh, it's a, um, a, what do we call that? A puberty type thing. If it's juveniles mainly doing it. Who knows? You know, adults, adult humans act juvenile when they want to, you know, get fucked up. On January 24th, while other group members traveled slowly toward the ocean, Hubester was swimming belly up, tossing an inflated blowy up in the air. <laughs> just calling it an inflated blowy is kind of weird. <laughs> it's just on me. I, I mean, That's my thought. He repeatedly let it loose, only to capture it and toss it again. On a separate occasion, four days later, Miss Ms. Ms. Nichols, Nicholson observed Hubester... Hubaster, H-U-U-B-S-T-E-R, again tossing a blowy repeatedly in the surf just north of Lanceline. They've got the most effed up words they could have put in that article. You know, I have enough ar- enough problem getting words out when they're just, you know, normal words. That one really made it difficult. But listen, everything wants to alter its mind. Everything. Every moving, breathing, living thing. My cats, if I put some catnip on the floor, holy Toledo. I mean, they go crazy. And honestly, if you ever run out of weed, you have to smoke a lot of it. But roll up a a catnip joint. It'll do a little something-something for you. It just might be the lack of oxygen in your brain. But, hey, it's a little something-something. I did it once when I was young. We all do stupid things when we're young, right? Don't we? (coughs) Excuse me. So, anywho. Uh, You know, everything wants to alter its mind is the point. Any, any, anything with a conscious consciousness, anything with the ability to reason, think, evaluate. It's going to want to get effed up at some point in time. It's just going to want to. Maybe we should just decriminalize all drugs, let people do what they're going to do until they harm somebody. And then, you know, then you've committed a crime. Then we can have a conversation about it. Which brings me to my next thought for every individual I don't arrest for a victimless crime don't detain without uh, suspecting of committing a crime don't cite for not paying vehicle travel taxes I think is is acting in support and defense of the Constitution some even I may say that's not enough but to the individual it could mean the world the penitent cop this is a I've mentioned it many times. You've heard interviews with him. This is an active duty, currently working law enforcement officer in the state of Florida. And I applaud him every time I see things like that posted by him. I applaud him because I truthfully believe that he believes what he is doing. I truthfully believe he does not harm people who haven't done anything wrong, who haven't caused a victim and i admire that that's why i like to read those when i see them that's why i read them to you because i enjoy them and they make me feel good <laughs> uh what else we got here we got the mainstream media whining about trump calling on less established uh entities you know the the whole uh the whole Operation Mockingbird can't be controlled if if he is not calling on the people they want called on. I don't know if he's real or not. I don't really give a shit. I had that pulled up, but I don't think I'm going to get into it. I I told you what I think of it. Uh, You know, should I get in? I mean, I've only got 10 minutes. I don't know if 10 minutes is enough time to be able to cover this story. David Ross, how can we trust global warming scientists if they keep twisting the truth? That's an interesting one. And of course, to go along with that one, I would I would Google that one. It might be worth looking into. But then to go with that one, if I can get the stupid clothes, I hate pop-ups. Mish Michaels isn't alone. Many meteorologists question climate change science. Now listen, listen. I've said this in the beginning of the show. I believe the climate changes. I believe the climate has changed for millions of years well before humans were on this planet. And I believe the climate is going to continue to change well after us humans are no longer on this planet. Do we have an effect to it? Are we adding to the change? Well, I would have to guess yes. I would have to say yes, we are adding to the change. Is our ad what they're trying to make it? I don't believe so. Is, uh, as we look throughout history... Is the technology that comes around maybe the, the use more of, of, um, of metal shops in the Bronze Age where we were using fire and, and producing a lot of carbon in order to make shields and, and armor as we've developed how to shape metal, did that cause a little increase at the time as they were doing it?
13: Probably. Probably.
2: Did it balance out? Yeah, it balanced out. It got really high for a while. Then it balanced out as technology changed and they came up with new ways, easier ways to do what they were doing. Do I believe humanity is going to end because of our interference in the climate? Do I even believe that that our our interference is doing anything? I don't know. That's to be seen. As I've said, I believe that humanity has a small key factor in what we see happening with the weather with climate change but i think there's a lot more independent studying that needs to be done i think there has to be a lot less large corporations large schools large large entities that are sponsored by governments involved in this this study i think we need to have the ability to trust all the entities that, that do anything for us at this point in time. Can you really trust the U.S. government or your local state government or your local county government or your local city government to tell you the truth if it costs them more money to tell you the truth? No. It's, it's one of those things, I, I don't really want to get into a big global warming thing not this not not at this point in time, I've got uh, Mark Shaw coming up here in the next you know, fifteen minutes or so. I've got other stories to touch on before he gets here with us. But when we're seeing and and some of the arguments that were in this one meteorologist' question, climate change science uh, story, some of the comments that were in there. Uh, you know, they're like, oh, well, you wouldn't go to a foot doctor about your heart problem. Well, actually, that's a stupid ass comment. And the reason I say that is because before you become a foot doctor, you get your general medical license, which means, you know, I know enough about a heart as an EMT, as a combat lifesaver in the army, as someone who wanted to become, you know, really almost went to the next level of paramedic to be able to, to help you out, to be able to maybe not diagnose what's going on, but, you know, it's, it's, there's only a few things that can happen with your heart. So that's a bad example because they still know about the heart in general. They may not specialize on it, but they still, to become a doctor, had to study it, has to know something about it. A meteorologist, although they are, uh, for the most part, centralized to their region, their area, sort a nationwide meteorologist, but some of these local people maybe they 're seeing things unusual things, things that don 't make sense to them in their little area that somebody who 's studying a larger level of something might miss because they 're studying a larger level of something, maybe the little guys you know uh um I can't remember his name right now off the top of my head. I've interviewed him. He was on Dangerous Conversation. Uh, Stevens. Scott Stevens. I knew it would come to me in a second after I thought about it for a moment. He was a meteorologist. Who got into the battle against chemtrails because of his meteorology. I'm making words up as I go along here if you didn't figure that out. I do that sometimes. I'll just make up words. But it works. You get my point. Because... He noticed different things. And this girl, I guess, uh, this Mish Michaels, never heard of her. Uh, I but her she came to my attention because I support what she talks about. She's allegedly an anti vaxxer. She she questions many of the things that I would agree with questioning. Check out the story. It's on my Facebook at or my, my Twitter at Sean Raz. On my Facebook, Sean Raz Patello. If you want to read more into it to figure out maybe if you agree or disagree. Maybe, maybe you like it, maybe you don't. One thing I did want to get to before we take a break here leading into Mark is uh, Mark Shaw will be joining us here in the next yeah, 10 minutes. I want to take a break, go to the bathroom, you know, get myself situated, make sure I got everything pulled up that I got to talk about with him. But a few weeks ago, I had noticed a a meme or a video going around on Facebook. And in this video, and I shared it, I'm not sure how, again, I don't remember how long ago it was, but I found it interesting. It was uh, Japanese students, and part of their daily school routine is to clean their classroom, clean the hallway in in front of their classroom, take care of of what needs to be done around their school. Okay. So today, I come across as could Frisco ISD soon use students as janitors? It's just... It's just one cost cutting idea under consideration. I didn't really I don't I'm not going to get into the whole story, but let's think about that. Let's just think about that. You know, we have a major problem with millennials right now. We've got a major problem in general right now with society. People have become lazy, they become dependent, they become wanting. They want everything handed to them. They want it easy. They want to make sure that, that what they do is is okay, maybe it's time we make them work a little harder. Like we had to work. You know, those of us that are in our late 30s, early early 40s and 50s. You know, we had to work a lot harder in 60s and 70s, like, you know, buzzy. We had to work a lot harder as as young children. My first job, I was 12 years old. I, I always worked from that point forward. Very little time I didn't work. Maybe this is a good idea. If the parents aren't going to force them to take care of stuff around the house, maybe the school should force them to take care of their school so they understand the value of wanting something and needing something, of of having something. It's just a thought. It's just something we could do that might help with the outcome of our children in this nation because it's not looking good at this point in time. All right, when we get back, Mark Shaw will be joining us. Uh, Lots to talk about with him. We'll learn a little bit about Mark Shaw, the, the writer, the lawyer, the investigator. See what, what's really under his head, what he's been thinking about, where he stands on a lot of different subjects. And we're definitely going to discuss his book, MarkShawBooks.com, if you want to try to get a little idea of what we're going to talk about and who he is. I'll be back with you guys in a couple. I love the content. Don't go anywhere. The first 52
1: will be right back. Words will always retain their power. Words offer the
10: means to meaning, and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. And the truth is, there is something terribly wrong with this country. What's life. Worst
14: the first. There's the worst. The first. Peace or first. What's life worst? What we'll worst come first. The we'll go in first. There you go. You should just go get some water for the man Damn, over saying a $300,000 debut was two grand I got a cool million to run Chances of them fucking with me is like 2 trillion to 1. It can't happen Why you and your man yapping. You're all about talk. My squad demand action. Stay with a rare repartee The shit that they do speaks so loud. I can't hear what they say. Every day we just get a little bit more advanced. And we never go to die less. Only further the circumstance. The system is designed to get burglars to urge advance. And put some people in positions where murder is worth the chance. Fuck a poetic license, brother, when I ain't writing. And two enlightens let them in to simply ravage your kitten. And expose them. Devils trying to demonize my mission, and fill my philanthropic What's, What's life worse? No doubt it's all about the purse. Grip your pocketbook tight, tonight is the worst Greedy capitalists got the streets on first And they pushing for peace on earth What's life worth? Ask yourself, what come first? How much can one do with one verse? Do you wanna get in touch with the universe? Do you wanna cause death or give birth? What's life worth when you're living inside a virtual prison And information you give is essentially science fiction Juices a robbery victim Use to the sodomy system Your future's poverty stricken Computer lottery picking It's almost like a brand new world is getting ushered in. it's hard to tell the Republicans From the Republicans Or could you ever notice a difference in the beginning Or was it just another Listen, they're using multiplication, it's true to addition Economists don't know how to subtract, it's due to division Society is greed-stricken, sipping red rum, stepping over half-dead bombs to feed pigeons It's an illusion of safety and it's a hazard When the only real choice is you got us paper or plastic This shit is truly terrifying When old rich men keep designing wars for young poor people to die in control of the earth the Yes, my friend, what do you think your life really was? again tonight is the worst greedy capitalists got the streets on first and they pushing for a peace on earth what's life worth ask yourself what come first how much can one do with one verse do you want to get in touch with the universe do you want to cause death or give birth
8: what
4: is <laughs> you are, in fact, viable. Your differences with the Republicans on the with the rest of the Republicans on this stage has raised questions about whether or not you can actually win the general the Republican nomination, sir. Well, we've only had two little primaries so far, so it's pretty premature to decide which one is going to be the candidate. But, you know, when, when you think about it, if you measure everything I've ever said, every vote I've ever taken against the Constitution, you know, I'm a strict constitutionalist. So you suggesting the Republicans should write me off because I'm a strict constitutionalist? I'm the most conservative member here. I have voted, you know, against more spending and wasting government than anybody else. So you're suggesting that I'm not elected. And the Republicans don't want me because I'm a strict fiscal conservative, because I believe in civil liberties. Why should we not be, be defending civil liberties? And why should we not be de- talking about foreign policy that used to be the part of the Republican Party? Mister. Republican Robert Taft didn't even want us to be in NATO, and you're saying now that we have to continue to borrow money from China to finance this empire that we can't afford. I, let me see if I get this right. We we need to borrow. 10 billion dollars from China, and then we give it to Mashara who's a military dictator who overthrew an elected government, and then we go to war, we lose all these lives promoting democracy in Iraq. I mean, what's going on here? And you're saying and you're saying that this is, is a situation that I am less Republican because
14: of that? To get in touch with the universe Do you want to cause death or give birth yeah, yo. what is, life
10: really worth? What is it worth?
2: it's time for a tf 52 flashback hey uh, real quick I want to get your opinion on this Rob uh, I'm just gonna read you the headline I'm sure uh, everybody knows about what happened to Hillary today uh Clinton unable to testify before congress on benghazi purported concussion cited <clears throat> Purport Well I don't
1: know whether she bumped her head no, uh, she... or not which generally you know bumping your head would lead to a concussion but uh I'm a type of guy where I'm in sales, okay? I, uh, you know, I, I deal in sales. Uh, my job is to get somebody to buy or my job is to take away somebody's money from them who has no interest in what I have or uh, doesn't need what I have, but I, my job is to make them do so. And one of the things that I like to tell them is that, you know, you can make excuses or you can make money. But you can't do both. And obviously, in her case, she could make excuses or she could testify, but she can't do both. And she See, obviously think- chose to make excuses mm-hmm. instead See- of testifying. And, you know, if we knew something, it was either going to come down to the fact that we would hear what Hillary had to say in regards to Benghazi and or there would be some excuse why she wasn't able to, and obviously, we got the excuse end of it today, and uh, it's no surprise to me.
2: I'm not a uh, conspiracy guy, but I will say that I, 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 and it's not just because of my conservative leanings, I do think, though, that, that there's there's got to be a reason she doesn't want to talk about it.
1: Well, now, now, that's shifty, that's you talking, right? That's me. Uh, I'm not a conspiracy guy, either. I used to be. I'm a conspiracy dropout. I'm a patriot dropout. I truly am. Believe me. I used to be the guy that was there handing out the DVDs. I used to be the guy there saying, "What do you mean? What do you mean? You drink the fluoride? You don't care? What do you mean? As long as you have a dollar bill to buy your toilet paper, you don't need gold. What do you mean? What do you mean? I was that type of guy that would shove my shit down your throat, okay? But no longer am I, and now I come from more of a, a, a more conservatively. just like you stated I truly do Uh, so I understand exactly where you're coming from on this but the fact of the matter is is that these folks will perpetrate and do everything that they have to do right in front of our face and then tell us a story and we just eat it up like it's candy my friend same thing goes with Hillary Clinton Hillary Clinton is the Secretary of State Hillary Clinton Clinton is the person who who represents us and goes from country to country to country, uh, making relations with these countries. That is her job. When something goes wrong with one of those relations, she is the one who is to be held accountable for. If I'm not mistaken, just days after the the, the what I call from my terrorist or my terrorist leanings, yes, my <laughs> uh, conservative <laughs> leanings. Did you hear me say terrorist leanings? That's funny. My conservative. The readings is that she called it a terrorist attack, and she and and it was a terrorist attack, and she says I am responsible for this. You got this a, a, like a little <laughs> internet or podcasting <laughs> show or something? Chocolate drop. Hold on, hold on, buddy.
12: What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop. Drop it on us. I,
1: I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, hip hop, tattoos, politics, manskewing music. Hold on, hold on, buddy. Chocolate. It's every other guy that's. Got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find The Chocolate Show? <laughs> this man skewing, yes? Razradiolive.com. There you go. Okay. And when does it air? Buddy? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay, and where can people find The Chocolate Show? razradio live.com There you go. I wish you the best The chalk t- the chop can drop. I'm so basically it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat Knock yourself out, kid.
12: Red Turtle.
1: The ra- razradio live.com There you go. It's the
11: real guys it's it's the boys in
13: The chemicals, they got you. This tyranny is medical. Who shot you? Military generals masquerade as your doctor. Pills become bullets, then they poison your water. A pharmaceutical army built to slaughter. Till men in mass come for your wife and your daughter. Whoa. Now, what? Here they come for the guns. And God and demons, got to priests and nuns. Time to run with no to go, except Honduras, with a man called Forto Jones, stolen bones. Indeed, the skies with robot drones, check the infrared, radar for UFOs, and gold, we hold the weather's controlled, by genetically modified hybrid clones, built in bunkers, with subjects under mind control, injected and observed in the combat zone, now come on! It's the chemtrail skies, it's the government lies, it's the poison in the
11: water, then the media
14: Jump to
2: First 52 on Raz Radio. All right, guys, welcome back to the First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, and of course, we're there on the D, the Disruption Networks. I appreciate all of you guys broadcasting me, taking my signal and my craziness, and putting it out there for everybody to hear. And everybody to learn from, because you know, sometimes the craziest people have the most important message to deliver and i really look at myself that way as a crazy one and i don't know if the gentleman i'm going to be bringing on here is a crazy one like i am but i'll definitely tell you that everything i've heard from him so far has been super impressive mark shaw mark shaw books uh he, he's done many and many books i was trying to read through his bio there to get a good idea on them. Uh, but as i said to my listeners before mark i like to really get to learn the person i'm interviewing as i interview them uh, so first of all, welcome to the First 52 here on Razz Radio Live. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to join me.
0: Absolutely, and great music, by the way.
2: Oh, I'm glad. You know what? Nothing ever beats a good Louis Armstrong song, you know what I'm saying? I don't
0: know how it could. I think it's the best, <laughs> absolutely.
2: I grew up, I, I actually grew up in the radio business. My father was a DJ in Philadelphia for 30-plus years. Oh. Uh, oh. I, I grew up with people like High Lit and Jerry Blavith uh, on this music. Uh, so it, uh, it it really uh, touches my soul. <laughs>
1: absolutely absolutely well,
2: good choice i'm glad you enjoyed it so mark um as i've been listening i listened to a replay of your interview today with bubble love sponge which is where i found you i want to make sure i i, I let you know that that's who uh brought you to my world yeah uh you yeah. did an interview with him about three weeks ago uh it was very compelling i i re-listened it to it today uh, i i guess my first question for you is tell me about mark shaw and who mark shaw is
0: Wow, I'll tell you, what a checkered uh, career, but I think what people really need to know in terms of my credibility for the book is I, former criminal defense lawyer, uh, public defender to begin with, and then private practice, mostly all murder cases, uh, some high-profile cases in the Midwest, translated that into some uh, work with television, and then became a legal analyst for uh, ESPN, USA Today, and CNN for the Mike Tyson trial, that's where I started in with my Uh, work with the networks. And then I also uh, handled the O.J. Simpson case and the Kobe Bryant case. And along the way, I started writing my books. The first one was about Mike Tyson's uh, rape trial, where I didn't think he got a fair shot. I called down for the count. And then I just kept writing along. And if there's a common uh, theme to the 20-plus books I've written now, it has to do with justice or justice denied. And Um, I think that's probably the most important thing as to as to who I am, whether I'm crazy or not, I don't know. But I will tell you, uh, I'm not afraid and uh, I'm not afraid, just like you are, of uh, going after the truth. And that's what I've done with this latest book.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, The reporter who knew too much, is that correct? Yes, that's it. Yeah. So you definitely have dove, dove into probably one of the biggest conspiracies. Now, I, I hate to use that word, but unfortunately, okay. the CIA has developed that word to, you know, misinform JFK stories to begin with. I mean, that's really where that term came from. Uh, mm-hmm. so I, I consider myself a conspiracy theorist. Uh, if you were listening to the music leading up to you coming in, um, you know, we, we discuss really kind of off topic, uh, or mm-hmm. off idea topics here. Mm-hmm. jfk sure. i grew up watching um uh, uh uh what's his uh the jfk movie with uh um i can't even think of his name right now for the life of me. the one that
0: oliver stone oliver did. stone oh, yes probably.
2: yeah you know i grew up watching that and i always questioned things like that um mm-hmm. with what you've researched and 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 looked into mm-hmm. do you believe there's a conspiracy there
0: well again that word is a is one that's just bandied about uh, quite a bit and um when I began this is the third of three books that I've written that have some relationship to the JFK assassination and um I think this last one uh the murder the murder excuse me the reporter who knew too much the mysterious death of what's my line TV star and uh media icon Dorothy Kilgallen is the closest thing that we have to somebody really looking at this not as a conspiracy but is basically a mob hit uh on on uh, JFK and then down through the the uh thread of the book back to Joe Kennedy and all of this and the most important thing about this book for those people who don't know you know J- uh, Dorothy Kilgallen was an amazing woman in the 50s and 60s uh the New York Post called her the most famous uh, excuse me most powerful reporter of the time and and reporter you know she was a great voice she she was syndicated to 200 newspapers she was a crack investigative reporter, she was all these different things. And when she got interested in the JFK assassination, for reasons that we can uh, talk about, she really dove in there. And uh, when she did, it was an 18-month investigation leading right up to her death. And I think what Dorothy found, um, I think the listeners will be interested in how she uh, pinned all this together. She took the puzzle and put the pieces together and I think came up with a very logical uh, explanation for what happened in Dallas. And uh, that's one reason that I believe the book proves that she did not die accidentally, uh, but that she was murdered.
2: Mark Shaw, MarkShawBooks.com. Um, we we are here discussing his book, The Reporter Who Knew Too Much. Uh, we are getting into JFK, which we've covered that many a times here on my show. There is a documentary that's out there that I've watched uh, hundreds of times. I do a what I call doc days here on my radio station where I play Ah, uh, documentaries that I feel are important for people to be able to hear. Uh, one of those yeah. documentaries is JFK to nine eleven.
0: Mm-hmm. Have
2: you ever seen that documentary?
0: I have not, but I'm going to bet you something, and that is that Dorothy Kilgallen is never mentioned.
2: She is not, but the the um, the connection with the mafia, uh, a lot of yeah. what I heard you drawing a connection to, right, is right. mentioned in there. Uh, so yeah, and I
0: and I wasn't I wasn't trying to uh, you know. Uh, Get upset or anything about it. I just know that uh, you know this is one of the reasons that this this book is important because um, you know what we want is and people like you and me. We want to know all the facts, right? And uh, unfortunately, uh, when Dorothy was just about her right to write her book back in nineteen sixty five uh, about the JFK assassination, collecting all the evidence that she had gained, the only reporter to interview Jack Ruby twice, the only reporter to expose his Warren Commission testimony, all of the articles and columns that we have now up on a on a website called the Dorothy Kilgallen story.org. Uh, all of that was lost. Uh, her her file was dis- her file disappeared. Everything. Uh, all her about, investigation
2: was gone, right?
0: It was gone. And so my point was that with this documentary you have or the slew of books that have been written from Gerald Posner to Bugliosi all the way across, nobody ever mentions Dorothy. Right. And, in fact, really what I say is that the the killers won. Uh, You know, those who wanted to silence uh, Kilgallen, the worst form of censorship, uh, they won because uh, she basically disappeared from the face of the earth, even though she had all of this credible information that I think in a lot of ways would have changed the course of history.
2: You know what? I would not argue that, Mark. I I would completely agree with that. And if we can look at Oklahoma City, there was a law enforcement officer that allegedly had a lot of evidence pointing to questions about oklahoma city go to nine eleven. even. even there, there's questions with people who have have you know no longer here with us uh you can go back to multiple different things so i'm with you i'm not i i just I, i'm trying to pull everything together here i want to make sure that I, I really think that she was on the 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 pref- precipice of of putting the the mob into this uh and
0: yeah, she, she was and, she was uh yeah sean and and uh you know you're right um You know, we want want all the facts, and uh, it's unfortunate when someone like that about Oklahoma City or 9-11 or whatever, but you have to understand, people do, that people like you who come on the air, you're you're at risk. I mean, there can be those people out there that don't agree with what you say.
2: Oh, yeah, there are. And,
0: of course, the (laughs) most extreme example of that is somebody causing you harm, but, you know, nothing's changed, unfortunately, because this happened back in Dorothy's day as well, and... You know, she uh, she was, as I say, this remarkable woman. But such a crack investigative investigative journalist. You know, she covered the Doctor Sam Shepard case that became the fugitive uh, television film and movie with Harrison Ford, the Lindbergh baby kidnapping case. She was the biggest uh, personality of her day, and she had the best sources. And she really got into this JFK assassination for the reasons we'll talk about. And it's easy, and if you want to, we can we can um, trace her steps from having interviewed Jack Ruby at trial to the connection with this mafioso, Carlos Marcello, in New Orleans. Um, the man who had the most motive, uh, the strongest motive to have caused the Kennedys' problems and masterminded the assassination. So that link is certainly there and and i'd be happy to, to to expound on that if you'd like for me oh yeah
2: absolutely we're going to get to that mark shaw mark, markshawbooks.com want to make sure everybody knows where to go find this book it is available i'm um, assuming on amazon uh, you got it out in bookstores and everything and and that is part of why i brought that documentary up because they get into some of that stuff in the very beginning uh so do they? Uh-huh. yeah yeah they absolutely do it's a three and a half hour documentary so oh my god yeah wow. if, if you get the chance i definitely suggest you would i think you you might find stuff in it i missed uh especially yeah. being as deep as you are into what you've investigated what brought right. you to investigating dorothy like why did you decide to, to look into this woman
0: well, that's a great question. You know, most people listening to this program probably will remember her from What's My Line, the CBS show that was on Sunday nights for, uh, you know, 15, 20 years. 20 million people watched it. She was this star panelist on there, kind of the prosecutor. That show was about guessing people's occupations and everything. And that's what I knew about her. But when I wrote a biography of Melvin Belli, who I practiced law with a little bit in the 1980s, uh, I learned of his uh, affection for the mafia. And uh, many people may remember uh, his most famous clients were Muhammad Ali and the Rolling Stones, but the most famous was Jack Ruby, who shot Lee Harvey Oswald. Mm -hmm. And I began to question uh, Belli's defense of Ruby, uh, the insanity defense, and not letting him testify, and all this kind of thing. And so I I wrote that book, and then I wrote a book called The Poison Patriarch, which traced back Joe Kennedy's double cross of the mafia during the 60 election, and I was done. Uh, But while I had been uh, researching the Belli book, I talked to a doctor friend of his, and he said, you know, uh, Melvin Belli knew Dorothy Kilgallen. I said, well, from what's my line? He said, no, Mark, she was an incredible investigative reporter, the best there was, and they knew each other from the Jack Ruby trial because she covered it. And I said, is that right? He said, yeah, and it's interesting. When uh, she died, I was with uh, Melvin Belli, and Mel said, well, that's really too bad. They've killed Dorothy now they'll go after Ruby. They've killed Dorothy, now they'll go after Ruby. And Sean, mm-hmm. I could not get that quote out of my mind, right. and that's what triggered my new investigation of uh, Kilgallad's death.
2: Because right after that, Ruby died.
0: No, he never died. He, uh, he was in prison. Uh, a lot of people don't know this fact. You might find it interesting. Jack Ruby actually died an innocent man. though <laughs> We all saw, saw him shoot Lee Harvey Oswald on television because his conviction was overturned, And he was in jail, and his life had been threatened, and he tried to kill himself and all of that, but he actually finally died of cancer, and there was not a second trial, so... Actually, he was never convicted of uh, of shooting Oswald.
2: And, and unfortunately, we know, well, in my world, and I, again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but we know that cancer is a, is a big thing they use to take people out when they really need to eliminate people. So he might right, have been taken right. out on purpose. Uh, all right, right, so let's get into what you have discovered as you've invest, investigated uh, what Dorothy discovered. Uh, you know, you sure. brought up a lot of names that we've all heard. Again, going to, to the the JFK movie, we've heard it in there. Uh, Oswald sure. and and Jack Ruby, and uh, who was the other guy? The big one that they talked about, which was kind of forgotten after the JFK
0: movie. Uh, I'm not sure who I, that was. There were so many names. I know, I don't know. It's, it's one of the ones you bring up.
2: So go ahead and tell your well, side of what you've yeah. discovered here.
0: Well, what, what's interesting here is, you know, um, when I got into Dorothy's case and, and and talked about her life and times and her death, I, I went back to the uh, Jack Ruby trial. Uh, she had decided in her own mind, JFK was a good friend of hers, and um, she knew him from social, and then she took her son to the White House, and he was very gracious to Carrie. And so when he, when he died, uh, when JFK died, she was on the job.
2: I didn't and, realize that uh, they were friends. That, that's an interesting point also.
0: Yeah, she took Kerry uh, to the uh, to the White House and JFK uh, paid a lot of attention to him, gave him a PT-109 uh, pin for his lapel, looked at some letters he had brought, in fact, in a column uh, that she wrote, and all of her columns, articles, quotes, photos, all of these videos we'll talk about, videotaped interviews of primary sources are at the Dorothy Kilgallen org, and people can go take a look at all of them, but... She wrote um, in a column after he died, what I remember is a tall man stooping over a little boy, uh, being so gracious to him with the letters he brought from the third uh, grade class. This is the man who was assassinated in Dallas. So it was personal for Dorothy. Right. She had the best sources. She was the most powerful journalist in the country, and she went to the Ruby trial, and right away, Oswald was not of interest to her. She really honed in on Ruby. She ingratiated herself, and we have her right with uh, Joe Tonahill and um, Melvin Belli at a, at a news conference they had during the Ruby trial. She got herself involved with Ruby. She was the only reporter to interview him twice. She exposed his uh, testimony before the Warren Commission, and then people want to know, well, what did Ruby tell her? Well, on the Dorothy you'll see Joe Tonahill, the co-counsel, talk about how the interview took place where it took place, what Ruby talked to her uh, talked to her about. There's some um, supposition on his part as to the serious conversation, as he calls it, uh, what he told her. Since Kilgallen's uh, 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 investigation file was never discovered after she died, we don't know exactly, but we can tell what she was thinking because she didn't go to Washington to look into the CIA. She didn't go back to Dallas to look into LBJ. She went to New Orleans.
2: Wait, Mark, let me and ask you a question. Ridiculous. Hold on, let me stop you here real fast. Hold on. Uh,
0: sure.
2: You just mentioned that she testified at the Warren Commission, and and you...
0: No, no, no. No, no, no. She exposed Jack Ruby's testimony oh, okay. before the Warren Commission, before it was to be released.
2: Okay, so, so Ruby's testimony, she actually released that before the Warren Commission right. got she out. Right. She was gotcha. never
0: called to testify by the Warren Commission, okay. despite all okay. of her columns and everything else. And so... She went to New Orleans, and that was where Carlos Marcello was with his his big empire that stretched to Dallas. I think she had connected Jack Ruby and Marcello, and she was about then to expose all that uh, in a book she was writing for Random House with the planned second trip to New Orleans. And uh, within a few days of when she was supposed to leave, she was found dead in her Manhattan townhouse. Uh, on uh, East 68th Street, and we can talk about the peculiar... What was
2: the, what was the final ruling in her death?
0: Okay. Um, here, you have to understand just a little bit how this uh, this happened, but when Kilgallen was uh, found dead in her apartment on November 8, 1965, um, by this hairdress- one of the hairdressers uh, that we have a videotape of, he, he talks about how that happened on the, the... Those videos are on the site I just mentioned, um, Which is
2: DorothyKellGallanStory.org.
0: Right. She was found in a bedroom she never slept in, in a bed she never slept in, wearing her eyelashes, hairpiece, and makeup she never wore to bed, in clothes she never wore to bed. And uh, despite uh, the, the just what a normal person would say is a, a stage death scene, um, the, uh, Manhattan, uh, excuse me, the, uh, medical examiner was called from the Brooklyn branch, not the Manhattan branch. And I'll tell you why that's important in a minute. Okay. And all, uh, just quickly he decided there was an empty second, all, a bottle of second all pills on the, uh, bed by the, uh, by a nightstand by the bed and, uh, just lickety split. He, uh, performed a perfunctory, uh, autopsy report that I prove in the book was flawed, decided that she died of a... Uh, overdose of barbiturates and alcohol, but he also uh, put beside that circumstances undetermined. And uh, that doesn't you know, anything, it anything, though. It <laughs> doesn't take a brain surgeon to understand that when that kind of language is used, there should be an investigation.
2: Right, exactly.
0: But there was no investigation. They just closed it up very quickly. Her file disappeared on the JFK assassination. It disappeared. And uh, within days, uh, she was... Uh, uh, buried, it was over, and uh, Kilgallen's voice has uh, not been heard for 50 years since.
2: Well, yeah, this is the first, really, honestly, um, when I heard about you, when I heard you on Bubba the other day, or a couple uh-huh. weeks ago, that's the first I've ever heard her name. And I've, I've investigated uh, all these different things. I mean, I know a lot of names as we go through these different stories. It's kind of weird that, that, that this has been able to be kept quiet for so long. Do you, And I know Bubba asked you this question, so I don't want to ask the same question. I mean, I'm sure you're a little concerned as you bring these things to light. Why now? Why is this?
0: Well, why? first of all, I think, you know, the killers won here. Uh, And and we believe that Marcello stretched his his fingers into New York City. There's a main suspect who's still alive that's 81 that I uh, interviewed in the book and and this is one reason we can get to why the the New York District Attorney's office is now investigating Kilgallen's death. But I think uh, Marcello was behind this. He was the one with the biggest uh, uh, thing to lose because if Kilgallen had written her book, I think she would have exposed him as the mastermind of the of the uh, JFK assassination. But uh, the problem was that many people in that era uh, thought of Kilgallen as a talk show excuse me as a game show panelist. They didn't take some of the things as seriously. As they should have. That's why she's not in any of the books that have been written about the assassination. She wasn't in that documentary. She's just a forgotten person. And um, this is what you know. I've been crying out. Uh, she got no justice in 1965. I've kind of become her voice. And the response around the world. The book is in its fifth printing after two weeks. Uh, wow. Uh, Amazon has run out of books again. Uh, people have to wait a few days to get it. The uh, audio uh, version and the, and the Kindle are up there, but. Uh, people are fascinated by who Kilgallen was, and then uh, absolutely uh, infuriated with what happened—that uh, nobody stood up for her, nobody said, "Hey, this this woman deserves the justice she should she should have, as she is a victim." And people have said to me one more thing: they've said, "Why is this important now?" Well, uh, we've proven in the book it's a homicide. The J the uh, DA is investigating. But, you know, whether it's murder five days ago, five months, or 50 year, years ago, uh, Dorothy Kilgallen was a victim, and a victim has rights, and her rights d- were denied. And so hopefully now she's going to get the justice that she deserves.
2: Mark Shaw, com, Dorothy Kilgallen's story, to Cal- I'm, I know I'm messing her name, but dot story.org, check both those places out. You just made a really uh, important statement. And why is it important now? Why is JFK important now? A lot of people don't realize that JFK is probably one of the, the first mainstream, uh, conspiracies that have, that have been pushed in the, into the limelight that people pay attention to, mm-hmm. that people look at. Uh, we deal with 9-11 on, and I, before we leave tonight, I want to discuss some other conspiracies with you and see where mm-hmm. you stand if you're willing to do that. But sure. that's the pivotal, pivotal a conspiracy is nine eleven, or I mean, I'm sorry, is, is JFK to, to to get the truth, to finally get the answers, to release the Warren Commission reports, to release the the paperwork and the documents that that I guess it was. Uh, I'll be 75 years. I'm 42 now. I'll be 75 years old before the, the, they they release the documents. You probably won't even be here anymore.
0: Well, I'd hate to have you say that, but it's absolutely true. Right. Well, that's uh, you an know important the- thing. Yeah and and you know the book is set up as a as a true crime murder mystery because there's a n- number of suspects who could have uh uh you know killed uh, kill Gallen. uh but uh there's no question that you can point to the most obvious ones there was mafia control the medical examiner's office and all of that but uh people have told me uh experts about the assassination of of JFK that this is the closest we can we can get uh and, and we've gotten so close here because we can learn what Dorothy Kilgallen, uh, the most credible reporter of her of her time, collected in terms of her fresh evidence about what happened. And basically she just understood that, uh, hey, if you go back to the 60 election and you see that Joe Kennedy uh, made a deal the with mafia the mafia to, mafia to help him win the, the election, yep. winning those states and everything, and made a deal with the devil that if, if they won, then – They'd leave those guys alone, and, JFK and would then not turned honor around that. and appointed Bobby Kennedy attorney general, and Bobby went after all those guys. Well, you can't mess around with them. Yep. And so Marcello's uh, back was against the wall. They were going to deport him again. Uh, he was in a conspiracy trial uh, down in New Orleans, and so it just makes sense that to get Bobby off his back, you kill Jack Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy is powerless and will never come after him again, and he didn't. And that's what Dorothy found out. And that's why I think this is the most logical, plausible explanation for what happened in Dallas in 1963.
2: I I would agree with you completely. Uh, And and again, that that documentary, I really want you to go take a look at it because they get into some of that. They absolutely discuss how there was a deal made with, with Papa Kennedy to get uh, John F. Kennedy into office, and it was to, to control Bobby. They talk about all that. That's what, one of the things that grabbed me about you when I heard your sure. interview. Sure, uh, sure. It, And this, is, uh, this really is a very important – I'm 42 years old. This is important to me. The, 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 this oh, means so much to me because it, it leads us to get answers on Waco. It leads us to, to answers on Oklahoma City. It leads us to answers for you know why we went to Vietnam, which was a bunch of BS, and we've learned that now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to take away from what we've discussed with your book and stuff. I'm going to continue no. to promote your book, but I do want to kind of feel you out. I, I want to know, uh, you know, when you, when you dive into these type of things, and I, I haven't always believed – you know in conspiracies i was uh I, i'm i was a right wing uh former army you know loved mm-hmm. george bush would never have thought that 9-11 could have been questionable uh mm-hmm. throughout history now that you've dove into this has this opened up your eyes to other things
0: well i think when you when you use that t-word truth you know it's it's something that scares a lot of people, you know. And and uh, you know, you're on the air uh, trying to find the truth. I, I've done that with this book and and several others that I've that I've written. And we need to know these things. They're part of history. We have and, the know, right I've to know. A, that's right. And I've heard from a lot of young people who weren't too, too sure who Kilgallen was, but have been inspired by uh, this remarkable woman, as I say. Uh, you know, because she, she, you know, back in that day, you have to remember, the newspaper was king, uh, television was in its infancy, and uh, and uh, no internet, and so the newspapers were the way people got their information. And the and newsreel I don't know at the movie
2: theater too. I mean, we got a little, there you go, little yeah. newsreel
0: in There you know. <laughs> That's right. You can. And uh, you know, I've heard some so many people who've said this was a woman of integrity. This was the kind of reporter that we need right now because right. we don't need fake news. We don't need the government hiding us, hiding things from us. And the JFK assassination is the greatest murder mystery in history. Let's face it. And yet, this woman, uh, you know, uh, this remarkable woman, was able to unpeel the onion and figure out a, a very plausible explanation for what happened. Well, just think about the fact: if we had reporters like this, who could look into the things that you just talked about, whether it's Oklahoma City or Waco or all the other kinds of things. That's the kind of reporting we need. And I will tell you one reporter that's like that, and that is um, Susan Adelman at the New York Post. Um, She's championed Dorothy's cause. She wrote one big article right when the book came out in December, another week ago Sunday, announcing that the uh, New York District Attorney's Office, uh, after 52 years, is investigating Dorothy's case. She's the kind of reporter uh, that we need. She's that was someone Susan, like you. She's not gonna stop until she gets the truth. That was Susan Nadelman? Nadelman. E-D-E-L-M-A-N. And and she's like you. She's not gonna stop until she gets the truth. And you know, you just you just have to love people like that who oh, who, who are dedicated to it and, and we need more of those.
2: Well you sound you you sound fired up. You when you're discussing this, I you know you you can hear the level of excitement in your voice. Uh, and that's kind of why I asked you this question about has this, and you haven't really answered it, has this opened you up to thinking differently?
0: Well, I think I've always been a suspect. Maybe as a criminal defense lawyer, you're always suspect or something. But um, there's another case that I want to look into, and I've started doing that. I don't want to talk about it too much. But I, I think there's one particular case that has always bothered me. And uh, I'm going to look into that now uh, using some of the inv- uh, same investigative tools that I've used with Dorothy's story. So, yes, it has piqued my interest, and I've heard from quite a few people now that are questioning things in a way that I never questioned them before. So uh, I'm continuing to be interested in these kinds of uh, Of, uh, of cases and, and hopefully, uh, we'll have the time to look into some of them.
2: Well, see, you're the kind of people we need to continue to, to do these kinds of things, uh, as an, as an old school kind of, you know, let's dig our heels in, let's figure it out. My job is to bring people like you on and pick your brain Mm -hmm. to try to figure out what you believe and what you think and, and how you do it. I'm just a, I'm just a questioner. You know, I don't, I don't investigate. I just bring people with intelligence on that can make me sound smart by, (laughs) by bringing you here with me. Uh, yeah, but so, that's
0: just it's important. Don't uh don't uh you know put yourself at the back of the line, uh, Sean, because you are spreading the word here by having me on the show about who Dorothy was, her reputation was tarnished. So people are going uh, to maybe decide whether they buy a book or not. I don't care, that's up to them, but they'll learn more about Dorothy. They'll learn about her investigation. It'll educate some people and things like that. So uh, you're permitting a, a megaphone for me today, and I really appreciate it.
2: Well, and again, I appreciate you having me here. Uh, you know, there, we have people like this. That unfortunately, uh, recently, uh, there's a there's a, a, a gentleman out there. His name is Ben Swan, and he's been a very uh, outstanding kind of um, preaches the 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 alternative ideas. And recently, he's gone dark. I don't know if you know about who he is, or if you've watched any of. I do not. Uh, all right, Ben Swan. He was a reporter. He was the first reporter to interview Obama, right after he got elected, uh, or right before he got elected when he was running through the campaign in two thousand eight. And and he got. He's like a nine eleven guy. He's kind of like me. He 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 pokes on the different sides of things. Well, just recently, sure. he got shut down because he got into the Pizzagate story. Now. Not that I'm gonna to, to really support the Pizzagate story because I think there's there's more to it. I think people like Dorothy would probably tell you, um, and, and people have come out about how there is a lot of pedophilia and and nastiness with nastiness within Hollywood. We obviously know within religion there's some issues that are going on there, uh, and these are things that can that can make people. Open their eyes a little bit more if we continue to talk about these things and I appreciate what you've done mark uh, I, I I hope you continue and I'm kind of interested to know what you're working on next so I hope you you keep me informed you know down the road send me an email say hey I, this, that next project's coming out because I'm, I'm you kind of piqued my interest man
0: well I appreciate it. what what do you mean he went dark has he just been silenced or what you haven't nobody's heard <laughs> from him or what do, may I ask uh,
2: well basically what what I've read so far is is he came out and said because he lost his job in, I think it was Georgia. he was in, Atlanta somewhere. And he was on a small network. And he did all these things, talking to Obama and everything. And, and then he continued with the conspiracy type stuff. Well, they fired him from there and he started up this thing called Truth and Media, which was his, his, uh, his new venture that he tried up. Well, after he started that, he got a job, another job on a, on a network station, a local network station. And he continued to do what he called, um, reality checks. All right. And he okay. would he would get in there and he would he'd lay stuff out. I mean, he got into the Afghan wars. He got into into autism. He got into 9-11 type stuff. I mean, he covered everything and and he covered it from the alternative viewpoint. All right. Well, after the Pizzagate thing, I guess he got suspended or taken off the air for a week or two. and And he had posted that, you know, I'm going to shut down my alternative sites here and I'm going to focus on some other things. But don't worry about it. Everything's cool. So it's just something else to look at, you know, they, they silence us so often and, and I've never been a big person, you know, never been a, a major media person, but we see people getting silenced all the time. You know, once uh-huh. they come out and say something that maybe the, the six companies that own all the media that we look at don't agree with, right. they get shut down and quieted. So you're working, who is this distributed by, by the way, who, your books?
0: It's it's uh, Post Hill Simon and Schuster, good per, you know, good uh, publisher and and distribution for the book, and so they've gotten it out there. They weren't scared by what I uh, uncovered, but you heard you you said you heard the passion in my voice. Well, it's in yours too, you know. Uh, censorship is just the worst. I mean, I, I don't agree with a lot of people on their viewpoints, and neither do you. But you need to hear both sides, mm-hmm. and 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 you can respect people for what they believe and all that, but. The worst thing is to silence them. Uh, I don't know that much about this guy, but I hate to see that happen because um, you know sometimes uh, you you have to hear, you have to understand that when somebody when they're picking on somebody or they're deciding to silence them, probably what they're saying is important, and it's it's so important that, uh, that that's what has to happen. And this is what happened to Dorothy Kilgallen. Uh, She was about to expose those people that were involved in the JFK assassination. J. Edgar Hoover couldn't let her do that. Carlos Marcello couldn't. All of these people were threatened by the truth. And um, they decided, hey, uh, you know what? Uh, This is enough. And so uh, in the book, people will will see the scenario under which we believe uh, she was poisoned with uh, barbiturates, more than one, by the way, in her... uh, Bill Cosby wasn't around, right? Before she died. No, he certainly I, I wasn't, uh, or we market. could make we could make him a suspect. But no, um, there's no question that it was a homicide, and right. I'm just very pleased that the DA is now looking into it.
2: Well, yeah, we're looking. We're happy to see it getting looked into. Markshawbooks dot com. Dorothy Kilgallen. Story.org. Check both yeah, these places out. Yeah, you got to
0: put the out. "the" on there. The Dorothy story.org. Okay,
2: yeah. I'm sorry. I want to write that down because I'm going to keep promoting this for you. The Dorothy Killgallon Story dot org. Uh, Search them on Amazon. Uh, Mark, we, you know, we're gonna wrap it up here. I appreciate your time. I, I wanna have you on again. You have, ever have anything else you wanna discuss? Something gets okay. up your butt and you don't wanna just throw it out there. Please let me know. I'd love to have you on. Let people know other than, uh, markshawbooks.com, uh, and the org. Where else can people find you at?
0: Well if, if uh, for instance with the uh, DA we have a, a deal that if people out there know anything about her death please get in touch with the DA or me and uh, uh, they can do through do, do so through my website MarkShawBooks.com, or the Dorothy so I love to hear from people and I'll get back to them and uh, and uh, make sure that you know I, I understand exactly what they're talking about so that's great
2: Excellent. Well, and again, anything else I can ever do for you in the future, please stay uh, close to the Raz Radio world here. Um, we are part of Bubba Army. We, we, I, if you can't figure it out for me, I love talking about this stuff. I love getting sure, information sure. out there. I want to, I want to pour it over people. I'd rather confuse people with too much information than have people not have any information.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, well, you're a good man, Sean. Thank you so much. Well, thanks, Mark. I
2: appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. You have a great evening, sir. And I, again, I thank you for your time. You're welcome. Bye bye. Have a great evening. There goes Mark Shaw. You know, that was really, that was so much fun. That was so enjoyable. I'm kind of sweating over here. You, know, you get somebody on with so much information and you, you, you want to have that conversation and keep it moving. You know, and it, it, there was just so much, so, so much poured out there. So, Mark, I really appreciate your time. We will continue again to promote all your stuff. MarkShawBooks.com, the Dorothy Uh, check it out pay attention again if you go and watch JFK to 911 you will hear some of the stuff he's discussing you will see some of the connection I hope he goes and watches it and 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 takes the, the few minutes the few hours that it'll take to watch that because it might open up some some ideas for mark you know that might that might bring something to the, the to the table he hasn't thought of yet and that's why we continue to do this. You know, sometimes it's it's ridiculous and outlandish, but other times it sparks something in somebody's head. It makes them realize that there's more to to what's going on than what they realized. And he sounds like a really smart guy. I, I again, Mark Shaw, MarkShawBooks.com, the Dilthy, uh, <laughs> the Dorothy Kilgan Story Check it all out. You guys are going to listen to the First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, and of course, right there on the D, the Disruption Networks. Guys, have a great week. I will talk to you next week.
15: Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused. Trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake When I'm risking it all with no time to waste Fuck this bad race even this place Is time the blast, stop to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show From a passing you ever of the unknown, please don't go, and I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home, but right from day one, I've been in this alone. With odds stacked against stuff and drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Ali, don't ever a love back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check For intelligent life, now it's time to connect It's an SOS, the death just wait and hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us from the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the earth
3: You guys, so much thanks. The first 52 is the bump diggity.